Just another figure in a newspaper Just another bloodstain on the ground Just another victim of this once great land Could you tell me when salvation will be found? Until then it's just Just another prayer for the dying Just what's spinning around in my head Just another prayer for the dying Just a requiem for the dead Radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network. So, Roger Stone dropped some audio of Nixon on his Substack, and it's been floating around. And you know, Roger Stone been around since Nixon got a big old tattoo of Nixon on his back. And Nixon talks about lying for the CIA and the Dirty Tricks Club and all this in this audio, and it's real scratchy, and I'm not going to play it. But I am going to play this part here, and we're at that next part of Clip 7, Mr. Producer, um, at 2806, um, where it gets into Spiro Agnew being taken out of the way, Nelson Rockefeller being put in, and that whole thing. And then Nixon being taken out of the way. And Gerald Ford, of course, uh, assuming the presidency. Okay. So what, what, what Rick Wiles thinks is, this is his kind of just a conjecture, is he thinks that somehow they're going to take out Kamala first. Okay. Of the out of the vice presidency, put in the what the Q drops call the change of batter or sneaking one in. Then they're going to twenty fifth amendment Biden, and then the person they plant in the seat instead of Kamala Harris is going to be president. Now I don't know if I believe that. I think that with Douglas Emhoff, her husband, being the Jewish gangster he is and his network and so forth and so on, I think that they might put Kamala in and let Emhoff run the country as a Jewish president by proxy. That's kind of like where I'm at because Emhoff's tied in with the Emanuels and all these people. Um, But let's go ahead and listen to 2806 and we'll let this play for a few minutes. From uh, Roger Stone's blog and it's very interesting. We're going to run through it, and I think you're going to find it fascinating. So starting out here, a stunning long-overlooked Nixon-Watergate-era tape shows Richard Nixon warning CIA Director Richard Helms that he knows of CIA involvement in the murder of John F. Kennedy. I know who shot John. Now, this shocking new tape depicts Nixon increasingly besieged by Watergate, but unaware that at least four of the Watergate burglars were still on the CIA payroll 
at the time of the break-in, and that the CIA had thus infiltrated the burglary team. Now, recently declassified documents revealed that Watergate Special Prosecutor Nick Ackerman was aware of both the CIA's advanced knowledge and involvement in the break-in, but said and did nothing. Now, Senator Howard Baker, the Republican leader on the Senate Watergate Committee, and his counsel Fred Thompson himself, a future U.S. Senator from Tennessee, like Baker, stumbled on the CIA's deep advanced knowledge and direct involvement in the Watergate break-in. Baker and Thompson both knew that at least four of the Watergate burglars were on the CIA payroll at the time of the break-in, and that through Creep Security Director James McCord had infiltrated the burglary team. Senate Watergate Committee Chairman Sam Irvin stoutly refused to allow Baker and the committee Republicans, including Edward J. Gurney of Florida, the right to publish a minority report which noted this stunning information regarding the CIA. Now, White House Domestic Policy Chief John Ehrlichman wrote that when he served as the White House Legal Counsel, Nixon ordered him to request that the CIA hand over all documents pertaining to John Kennedy's murder. Nixon was furious when Richard Helms, the CIA director, refused his presidential order to hand them over. Now, this stunning new Watergate era tape captures an increasingly besieged Nixon desperately seeking to mobilize the CIA in his defense by threatening to expose their greatest secrets. Now, this was what I found interesting this today, Rick. Nixon also knew that Congressman Gerald Ford, a 33rd degree Freemason, as a member of the Warren Commission, had at the explicit direction of J. Edgar Hoover, the FBI director, altered the official autopsy diagram for President John F. Kennedy, moving the marking from a bullet in his upper back to his neck in order to accommodate the single bullet theory and to conceal the fact that Kennedy had been hit with more than the reported three shots. And Gerald Ford became the president of the United States. They had to... How? Well, uh, they got uh, Agnew to resign, they brought Ford in, and then Nixon resigned. Yes. So he got rewarded. Yes, he did. Now, uh, one more quote from this. Nixon was acutely aware... Now, think about this, Rick. Nixon was acutely aware of Ford's act of treachery in concealing the truth about Kennedy's murder and the CIA's involvement in it. White House Chief of Staff General Alexander Haig told me in an interview, this is uh, Roger Stone saying this, Nixon had me tell Ford that he, Nixon, was going down and he was taking everybody with him. So dirty tricks have been going on for a long time. Yes, but what I've learned out of this is that the CIA orchestrated Watergate to bring down Nixon. Four of the burglars who entered the Watergate building were on the payroll of the CIA. At the time of the At the, the time bur- of the burglary. I knew that you know, Hunt and others were previously CIA. But I didn't know that they were currently, well, of course, you know, anytime you're, you're working for the agency, you're always with the right. agency. But it was, that was never public knowledge to my awareness. I've never heard this. Uh, that four people who, who entered the Democratic National Committee offices at the, at, the, at the Watergate building were on the payroll of the CIA what that tells me is the Dirty Tricks Department did a dirty trick on Richard Nixon. They 
broke into the Democratic National Committee offices. I do not think Nixon knew anything about it. Nixon's problem was the cover-up. Right. But you can't cover up something that didn't happen. So the CIA made a crime happen and then led Nixon down the road of covering it up. They created the crime. Yes. And then they fed to Nixon the ideas of how to cover up the crime that they committed, knowing he's committing a crime by covering up their crime. And that's the way they brought him down. So, and, and Spiro Agnew, Spiro Agnew wrote a letter. This was new. I learned this a couple of years ago. Spiro Agnew, the vice president, right. wrote a letter to a wealthy Arab businessman asking for money for his legal defense. And he for said, the, the Jews are taking me down. Yeah, I remember we, we did that story. So once. they had to remove Agnew to get Gerald Ford, the 33rd degree Freemason, into the vice presidency so that when they take Nixon out, Gerald Ford could move up. And who did Ford make as vice president? Nelson Rockefeller. Nelson Rockefeller. Done deal. Got it done, didn't they? Yes. Now, here's where I think, this is what I think is going on. I, I, I started... We started talking about it yesterday. Who leaked the information about the classified documents at Biden's office? And I said, I believe it's somebody in the intelligence community. Now, what I was thinking yesterday, Doc, is... Hey, pause it for it a second, was, producer. So, now, some of, a lot of people in the Q sector think that it was white hats <clears throat> that did this, okay? Trump sets the whole thing up. Uh, with Mar-a-Lago, he already had everything under lock and key. He was always in touch with the Secret Service and the archive people about, hey, uh, you need to put another lock on this, blah, 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 blah. They raid Mar-a-Lago and get the documents. That was that the a lot of the Q people said that was all 5D chess, and then boom, the white hats bust all because they knew that Biden had all kinds of classified stuff about the Ukraine and so forth. Uh, in his personal offices, in the garage, around the Corvette, and all that. So the other side of the story is that the White Hats dumped this. But keep playing, and Rick Wiles is going to say that this is an internal coup by the by the deep state to take uh, Biden out. So go ahead and play. continue it on. Saying, you know what? I watched what you guys did to Donald Trump, and I know that, I know that Biden has classified documents, and I, I'm going to be the one that rats him out. After thinking about it through the night, mm -hmm. I got a different viewpoint on that now. Um, the same dirty tricks being done. <laughs> uh, they're done. The deep state's done with Biden. It's, it's not pro-Trump people inside intelligence agencies. It's the deep state itself. The shadow government is done with Joe Biden. And I believe that when they when they got done with him, is that when I I, I restrain my words, uh, when Mr. Biden was foolish enough to say he's going to run for re-election. 
Yeah, there's been toying around with that Not announcement toy. with oh, the past month. Oh, so. yeah. He's, he's clearly said he's running. I mean, his people have made it very clear he's running for re-election. And I think that's when they said, oh, poor Joe. He actually thinks he, he's the president. Um, we're done with him. He, he, he served his purpose. But we got to get him out of there. Um, so we're going to um, we're going to shuffle the deck, okay? I think Kamala Harris will go first. That she'll resign because hmm. I don't want her either. The same pattern with Nixon. Before they could get Nixon out, they had to get Agnew out. They had to put Gerald Ford, the Freemason, into the vice presidency. Then they could get Nixon out, move Gerald Ford up into the White House, and then move Rockefeller into the vice presidency. So, since we're spitballing here, all right, mm -hmm. and that sounds great, how would an exit for Kamala Harris, what would that look like? Well, they just, Doc, they excel at dirty tricks. They create crimes for you. That's the, that's the message in all this. They, they create the crimes. They lead you down a path. Either they get you to commit a crime or they get you, they commit a crime in your name and they get, get you, you to cover it they up. They get you to cover up their crime and then they get you on the cover up. They've been doing this for decades. They're masters at it. All right, you can so, stop it there. If I'm right. Now, and go to that, go to that last part of 5222. Now up at our SHTF plan. Innocence doesn't matter when the government wants to steal your money. Okay? There's a fault line permeating America's criminal justice system, a built-in defect that the government can use to steal your property, even if you're innocent. Many Americans don't know about it. And this, and this just kind of parallels with basically, you know, they can do anything they want right now. Remember Microsoft just said they need three seconds of audio in order to create whatever they want out of your voice? I mean, think about that. Think about the deep fake stuff. Um, the, the ability to manipulate video and audio now is so insane that, you know, it's crazy. Um, now, we're going to hold our place there at 5222, Mr. Producer, but let's move to clip eight real quick. And this was, to, this was um, X-22 report tonight. Um, this is kind of the beginning of it. And this kind of parallels the stuff about the deep state wanting to take out Biden. Let's go ahead and play uh, that part of clip eight real quick. Now, the deep state, the corrupt politicians, big tech, fake news, the puppet masters, they are panicking right now. Why? Because their treasonous crimes are being exposed. Everything that they projected onto Trump, everything that they said that he did, it's coming back to hit them square between the eyes. And it's going to get worse and worse as time goes on. Remember how it works. You drip the information out. You have the fake news spin it. You have the corrupt politicians say, oh, I'm not involved in this. And then all of a sudden, they can't keep up with the narrative. And more and more information comes out. But I do believe they need to get rid of Biden because they see what's heading his way. 
They see that everything that he's done in the past, his treasonous crimes, and yes, there's many other people with treasonous crimes, but he's front and center. He's the resident right now. They know that they've lost control of the House. The House now is investigating. They know that all this information is going to be coming out. So do they want all that information coming out, which is going to link Biden to many other people, or do they get rid of him right now to try to shut down what is actually coming and try to actually convince the people, well, since he's no longer here, since he's taken out with the 25th Amendment, there's no reason to actually have the investigation. The news doesn't have to report on it. It's all completely gone. And all those links to other people like Hillary Clinton, Obama, and the rest, we don't have to talk about that anymore. That's what I do believe they're trying to do here. And remember, Trump down in Texas, he said the 25th Amendment is going to come back and haunt Joe Biden. And I do believe as this builds and it continued continues to build, you're going to see him break down over time. Remember, he already started out this whole thing with the classified documents. All right, go ahead. He was saying Um, tonight, um, Biden, he's he's speaking at some Baptist church today for the Martin Luther King stuff, and he couldn't even remember Katanji Brown Jackson's name. So um, we're going to see... I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna put Kamala in there, and we're gonna have this California freaking Stalinist, um, Jew Hollywood lawyer in the background with Ari Emanuel and all these gangsters uh, running the country, and then they're gonna, then they're gonna pop in, um, a let's say sneak one in as the Q drops and everybody's talking about now post 4014 in the Q drops from April 3rd, 2020. And they talk about change of batter coming and all these people are talking about it. How do you attempt to sneak one in? So remember back when, when Obama, I mean, Biden was just getting inaugurated and I was like, he's not going to go last a year. Well, we're coming up. It just went over two years. So it looks like we might have a change of batter, sneak one in type thing. And everybody's talking about that. And I'm not necessarily saying that this applies, but I think I don't know. I don't know if Big Mike is ready to become vice president uh, due to the fact that the entire Joan Rivers tranny stuff and it's just it's just so massive right now. I mean, I don't, it's, it's hard to say now. Um, before I get back into that part of, of clip seven, and this is about Dmitry Medvedev talking about the antichrist and so forth. I figured I would cover this stuff about Cardinal Pell. Okay. Who just died. Okay. Now, and and let me say this before talking about Nixon and the CIA, JFK and the CIA, and so forth. So I see this parallel between popes and cardinals and so forth that have went at it with the Jesuits, this parallel with presidents that go at it with the intelligence community. There's a parallel there to where it's basically 
not necessarily a death sentence for as far as your life, but your career, like as the president. Um, Reagan gets shot, and he had Daddy Bush behind him, former CIA director. You had JFK that went up against them, allegedly. It's up dead. You've got Nixon gets ran out of office. Well, you got Cardinal Pell. Now, he called the synod on synodality a toxic nightmare just before he died. Now, he was getting a hip surgery, and he went into cardiac arrest. Um, so he had an unexpected death on January 10th. Now, Cardinal George Pell, he was the big prelate out of Australia, criticized Pope Francis' synod on synodality in print, calling it a toxic nightmare. He expressed his criticism of the synod in an article that was published on January 11th in the British The Spectator magazine. Um, so he basically kind of critiqued the Jesuit Pope and has an unexpected death at, at, during a surgery. Now, Leo Zagami's over here. His The title of this article is... Uh, um, Powerful Opus Dei manipulator and controversial pedophile George Pell is finally dead. Now, Zagami really throws Pell under the uh, bus for being a creep, you know, down there in Australia and so forth. And we know that there is some pedophile activity down there. Nicole Kidman's father and that whole thing. And uh, a lot of Satanism down there uh, that you, you see floating around. And then the... I, you know, I didn't see whether Cardinal Pell ever said a word about the lockdowns, the basically the forced, damn near forced vaccinations on the, on the Australian people and so forth. I'm really not up to snuff on that, so I can't comment on it. Um, but it's just fascinating. Um, you know, you see, you, you so you've got a lot of opinions across the board about Cardinal Pell. Now... Um, we're going to talk about Dmitry Medvedev and um, comments about Putin now being kind of like a restrainer of the Antichrist and so forth. Uh, now, here's my thing. Venezuela, Peru, Colombia, Brazil. Okay, now they've all had these Marxists put into power recently. Okay, the last one being Lula in Brazil. Now, there are people saying that our intelligence agencies were involved with Lula, the steel, and that sort of thing, and the parallels going on with Bolsonaro uh, being, they're going to want to try to hold him accountable in a sort of a J6 manner for the January 8th stuff that went on in Brazil. So you're seeing the PSYOP of the the United States J6 stolen election, stop the steal stuff, and now the Bolsonaro show us the code, the, uh, you know, resistance to Lula coming in. And it's just like a, a, the... 2.0 playbook and but the thing is i've been reading a, the, these these writings from uh, maduro and venezuela and, and 
Lula, how these guys want to move closer to China and Russia. And, you know, I, like I said, the when, when Lugansk and Donetsk, they named their offshoots away from Ukraine as people's republics. It made me uncomfortable. I didn't, I don't like that because everybody wants to say, you know, Putin is, is no longer a Marxist, is an anti-communist, very staunch Orthodox church, blah, 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 blah. But you see all these Marxists in South America that want to buddy up with Russia and China specifically together. And I, it just, you know, it's something that we have to be cognizant of is the fact that, you know, the John Birch Society still to this day believes in that concept of the perestroika deception, that Russia is still uh, really up there at the top of the food chain of world Marxism, the Communist International. Um, basically, this has been a big deception. Uh, you know, uh, Patriarch Kirill is a gangster communist and he's not, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not saying that that's true or not, but it's something that we must kind of, let's say, keep, you know, our, our mind on to, as, as a possibility. Now, let's go ahead and roll that um, that last part, uh, 5222 Eclipse 7, Mr. Producer. He says, we will win this war only by winning in ideas. This is Medvedev. Now, this is where he gets very interesting. They have nationalism. And they is us. Yes. The NATO, West. NATO, the West. They have nationalism. We must have empire. Holy empire. Catacomb. Remember that word right now, okay? This is the higher uh, principle or card. He's saying card here. But it's a higher principle. It's bigger than having a country, like Rick was saying. It will beat everything. And those who choose the empire over the nation state will not betray their ideals. They will fight on our side for a higher ideal. Nation is important, though petty nationalism is mean. And the empire the is still many Rome times more Moscow, important and better, third Rome. spiritually, ethically, and aesthetically. A true empire can only be orthodox. So it is common. Turning to the roots, we will find unity and greatness and pride and freedom and peace. Peace will come when the empire wins. And so in his thinking right now, they're talking about, like you said, Rick, it goes beyond thinking as a nation. You know, really Russia is made up of so many different kinds of people. Uh, we talk about America being diverse. I mean, Russia has 16 time zones. It has thousands of different enclaves, and yet they identify as Russian. He, Mr. Medvedev is saying we are now going far beyond statehood, nationhood. We're not going to be a nation anymore. We're going to be an empire. And what empire? He's, he referred to holy empire. Is he talking about reviving the holy Roman empire? Well, the, m Russia considers itself... Uh, you know, uh, the patronage of the Roman Empire. They consider you know, Moscow the third Rome. That's right. So when he says holy empire, 
And I, I don't know the answer to these questions. I, I'm, I'm thinking this through, and I appreciate emails from anybody. If you want to um, give us uh, your insight on this. Uh, is he referring to reviving the Holy Roman Empire? Or is he talking about a new empire led by Russia? I, I think that's what he's talking about. But he and said that, it must be orthodox, meaning the Eastern Orthodox Church, the Russian Orthodox Church. It must be orthodox. Me, and he's saying the empire must be Christian, and it must be orthodox Christian. I orthodox think, means right thinking. Yes. That's the, the essential meaning of the word. It's right thinking. Now, he used a word in his um, uh, quote there, and I think it was uh, number, which one was it here? Uh, where he used the word catacomb. And so, I uh, forget which one it is here. Well, uh, but he used the word catacomb. And that was an unusual word to pop up in the middle of, the, uh, uh, of his post. And, you know, if you don't know what that word is, it should stand out to you. Um, now, it's actually a Bible word. Yeah, it's a Greek word. Yeah, it's a Greek word, but it's a Bible word. So it's in the New Testament, mm -hmm. in the Greek, original Greek, and uh, it's found where, Doc? Well, found in several places in Scripture, but one that it uh, points to our discussion today is in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Let's pause it there. We got the break, and we will continue this on the other side, where it talks about the restrainer. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Have you been looking for a trusted, long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste by going to rbnhemppaste.com. That's rbnhemppaste.com. quadruple cluster this all is with Russia, NATO, Ukraine, you know, the pro-white movement that, that's in Ukraine under the freaking boot of the Zelensky Jewish thugs and the ADL saying that Azov's no longer anti-Jewish and all this crap. It's just such a crazy, crazy thing. But we're going to resume this just for a couple more minutes where we stopped, where he's talking about the catacon, which is out of the second Thessalonians, which is talks about he that restraineth. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and continue that real quick. Verses six and seven. And this gets quoted a lot by a lot of end times folks out there. So this was written by Apostle Paul. Right. And now you know that what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Now, that word catacomb actually appears twice in this particular verse, uh, section of verses here. 
uh, it, uh, if you want to put the, uh, the verse back up on the screen, control, he says, now you know what withhold it. Catacon. That word withhold it is the Greek word catacon. The same word that Dmitry Medvedev used in his post today. The other time is when it says, only he now, only he who now letteth will let. That is also the word catacon there. So that appears twice in this short passage. Let me read this in the modern English version. Now you know what restrains him that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already working. Only he who is now restraining him will do so until he is taken out of the way. Right. And then verse 8, then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his presence, even him whose coming is in accordance with the working of Satan with all power and signs and false wonders and with all deception and unrighteousness among those who perish because they did not receive the truth. So, uh, obviously it's talking about the one we call Antichrist. Right. Uh, the son of perdition, the man of destruction. Doc, the word catacomb is, is referring to the restraining. That which restrains, that which holds back. So you said it mentions catacomb is in, in these scriptures twice. Yes. What are the two instances? Well, uh, it, like I said, the word withholdeth. The restraining, right, that's catacomb there. And uh, then down in verse 7, that uh, he who now letteth, that's also the word catacomb. But the crux of it is, now traditionally um, a lot of theologians that I've uh, came across was him that restrains is actually the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost restraining the evil force of the beast, the Antichrist, and so forth, from coming until the time is right. Now, they're trying to say that basically, uh, you know, Medvedev's basically saying that that's the Russian Empire right now, the Third Rome, is restraining, um, uh, you know, the, the full blossoming of the evil on the earth and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, I... I have a hard time kind of, you know, I, this is the Stockholm syndrome. I think that, um, the right wing right now is getting into with, with this love affair with Putin. And I mean, did you ever think that the left wing, which was traditionally all these decades was kind of pro or soft on the Soviets because they were left-wing Marxists. And so our crypto Marxists were all over here, and they were all kind of wanting to be buddy-buddy with the Soviets, especially after JFK. They they murdered JFK, and he was kind of having a detente with, um, what was his name? Um, anyway, the the Soviet premier at the time, um, fat bald guy, but anyway, um, but then how now things they they flip things so strangely to where now 
it's like the the left wing in America, the 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 crypto Marxists, they're all the most rabid supporters of Ukraine against Russia. Even though like Hillary and when during the Obama administration, they had all the uranium one deals going on, back channel with Russia and all that. So then something happened to where they've been ordered to go full-blown anti-Russian. You know, and it's, you know, who's or- orchestrating this. It's your Rothschild gang and so forth. When they want a war, they order people to take positions. Okay? And so, uh, but it's strange that kind of like the patriots here in the United States, a lot of them have become almost Rus- Russophiles. You know, totally pro-Russia. But it's like, dude, Russia's doing things back channel with some of these, uh, let's just say, Marxist groups here in Central and South America that, you know, you have to be like, look, man, uh, you know, some of these guys in the Ukraine that are that are very, you know, leery of Russian power. Uh, due to the, over over this history that they've had with them, Holodomor and everything else, a lot of them still think that you know uh, Putin and Russia are expansionist uh, and so forth, and trying to rebuild this kind of a, a Soviet um, framework here. Now, the, the it, it remains to be seen whether it's real or not, whether it is truly Orthodox Christian, whether they truly are trying to. Um, you know, reject Marxism and the communist international vision of of world government and all that stuff under communism. Uh, We'll see how it plays out. Let's get clip nine ready. Now, this one's fascinating. And this, you know, um, for people that follow MMA, Khabib Nurmagomedov, um, 29 and 0 light heavyweight champion of UFC. He retires. He's training all these up and coming guys. Um, Islam Makachev. He's the lightweight champion now. Um, Khabib's protege and his dad's protege. His little his little cousin or brother. I can't. He just fought and won. They got Dagestani's fighting all over in Bellator and, and UFC and so forth. Well, Khabib abruptly just out of the blue says i'm quitting mma blah 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 i'm going to do other things uh, but this ties in with the the stuff going on with russia ukraine chechnya and dagestan go ahead and roll clip 9 we got clip 9 Okay, it's coming. Uh, but it's very fascinating. I stumbled across this maybe yesterday. And, uh, all right, go ahead. Hey there, fight fans. Today in this video, it's big news, shocking news. When you find out the real reason for Habib Nurmagomedov's departure from coaching and really everything else related to MMA, many of you will be shocked. Because as stated by the world and European champion in kickboxing, the president of the Congress of People of Dagestan and Ukraine, and the commander of the reconnaissance group of the Hort Battalion, Ahmad Akhmadov, who is now interviewing with the Sport Arena channel, said that Habib Nurmagomedov is being prepared for the presidency of Dagestan. Now, he said that in all seriousness. 
People from Dagestan truly love their homeland, and they want to keep Habib from everything that is happening today in Russia, so that he's, you know, not lit up everywhere. Even in sports, because when the time comes, Habib's time, and Habib will come out on the political stage, and everyone is going to see this. What will he do for his motherland and for his people? Well, it's hard to tell at this difficult time. But let me tell you right now, this is not clickbait. Many don't trust such information and many people think that this is fiction, but trust me, it is true. And if you really want to know what's going on, then stay and listen to this incredible story, which personally shocked me. I've done a video like this before, but this video just answers all the questions, like the ones that fans often ask. Why did Habib leave his friend at the most crucial moment? Or why did he get away from everything so quickly? So we're going to start the video, but please, if you enjoy it, go ahead and subscribe to our channel. We're currently at 41,000 subscribers, and our goal is to reach 50,000. Therefore, we ask you to help support us in this endeavor, so thank blah, you blah, in advance. Blah. Now, as I said, this is a shocking statement that I found on a Russian YouTube platform. In an interview with Sport Arena TV channel Ahmed Akhmedov, who claims that Habib's departure from the MMA industry is a planned action. As you remember, after the start of the full-scale war of Russia against Ukraine, Nurmagomedov does not comment, not for, nor against. He did not comment on the mass actions and protests in Dagestan. He even closed down the comments on his Instagram because a lot of people wrote to him asking not to be silent or to speak out about what is happening in the Republic and to support the protesters. But Habib, until today, has not made more than a single comment about the situation. So for this, many people accused him of being a coward. But that's not quite so simple. So here is what Ahmed Akhmedov, the commander of the reconnaissance group of the Hort Battalion, said. Not one Dagestani, not one athlete or politician, former or real, not one Dagestani who loves his republic, his people, did not stand up and say, let's support Putin in this war. The people who supported the war were only those who served Putin and the authorities, or people who pursue some kind of personal goal with finance and so on. Only they support the war. And yes, indeed, he was asked to support the war, but he refused. Therefore, people who love Dagestan will protect Habib from this dirt, that nothing can be done against him, that nothing is planned against him, because when nothing is planned against him, that's when his time comes. Habib will enter the political stage, and everyone is going to see what he will do for his motherland and for his people in this very difficult time. Mark my words, the time will come when he will take all his hands, and therefore the task of every Dagestani is to make sure that he does not expose himself anywhere. We have to save him from Putin and his power. So soon, the time will come, and you will see how this guy will shine and what he will do for our republic. Imagine if this really did happen, and Habib really agreed to go into politics and become the president of Dagestan. Undoubtedly, his bright mind, his love for his homeland, and his enormous authority. I mean, how much could he do for them? Of course, many people would say, well, why should he? It's just extra headaches. He has everything. He has money, glory, love from the people. Why would he want to get into politics? Well, rather, for the future of his country. It's a pretty big deal. Just ask Chael Sonnen. This guy is like Midas. Whatever he touches is turned to gold. Dagestan needs his hand. Everyone knows about it, that Habib loves his homeland very much. He could leave tomorrow and live in any country that he wants. But he is with his people. He recently said this about himself. I can buy a house in California and live there, or in Dubai. But I live in Dagestan because I was born there, because all my relatives are there. I really love this region. Wherever I am, I always look for a free minute to fly to Dagestan. This is a very rich region, but socially we live very poorly. When your country is so poor and you have such an opportunity that you can change it for the better, that is why Habib is doing this. 
History remembers many times over when famous sports figures, after their professional careers, became president. For example, take Lionel Messi. The Argentines uh, want to make Messi president because Messi um, fell in love with the whole I'll tell of what, uh It's fascinating due to the fact that as soon as he retired, people started saying that he was going to get groomed to go into Dagestani politics. And his father was close with Putin. Um, Khabib has visited Putin and so forth. Um, Khabib has visited Ramzan Kadyrov in Chechnya and so forth. You got Kamzat Shemaev, most famous Chechen in the world right now, as far as a uh, up and coming UFC guy that hardly anybody will even want to fight. Um, interesting, though. Um, we'll, I mean, it, it's hard to say. He's been, Khabib's been living here for a long time out in California. Um, so f- I don't know if any intelligence agents have got to him from our, our side and told him to, hey, yeah, go. Go over there and do your thing, or it, it's it's hard to say right now, but um, it's something to keep your eye on um, for sure. Um, Israel today, um, as civil war looms, Israeli president pleads for restraint. Um, basically. Um, Israel President Isaac Herzog on Tuesday urged all sides to lower the flames and stop talking in such fatalist terms when criticizing their political opponents. Um, so basically, your left and your right in Israel are they're they're talking um, civil war, and there's articles floating around that, um, of course, the. The usual alphabet agencies are involved here with the ascendance of Netanyahu to the, being prime minister again. Of course, the um, pretty much left block CIA, uh, of course, probably sent in the um, or ordered the fifth columns to activate color revolution style. So we'll see what happens with Israel. There's there's all kinds of stuff. Opposition leaders Yair Lapid and Benny Gantz have warned that the judicial reforms and other proposed policies of Netanyahu's new government will lead to civil war. Um, And that seems not to have been a prediction, but rather a threat, as Gantz then urged Israelis to take to the streets and make the nation tremble. Uh, Would we hear that? The BLM riots and all that here. So... Zvika Fogel, a member of the coalition's far-right Jewish power party, then suggested Lapid and Gantz be arrested for fomenting insurrection. So we're seeing another template unfold here uh, with the Israelis. Keep our eyes on that. Um, what did I want to get to? Um, oh, I wanted to get to this. I saw this on Henry Macau. Still happening medical kidnapping and murder for profit. Um, so they're saying this is happening to all ages of people all around the country. They're probably targeting people that don't have family network of friends live alone and are on pensions, welfare, or other financial situation they can't pay. So instead of these financial institutions going bankrupt, they are just liquidating vulnerable clients. Um, um, so they're talking about a guy that went to a medical facility, quote unquote, and the, and the family was unable to get him released. 
So they contracted a, contacted a Patriot sheriff that is a trusted Patriot friend on of his and reported what happened to see what the sheriff could do to get the man released. Also, he mentioned the man was in good health, didn't have COVID, was not suicidal. The sheriff, the Patriot sheriff said this sort of thing, medical tyranny is happening all over the USA. Certain people are targeted as they are profiled. The sheriff said there's nothing that he can do except, he said, to warn your family and friends. Um, so, and this was outside of um, Los Angeles and Anaheim, of course, gruesome Newsom's. Anaheim. So keep your eyes on Gavin Newsom, folks. Um, if this scenario does somehow um, play out with Biden being removed, I could see Kamala Harris uh, naming Gavin Newsom as the vice president in some sort of a 25th Amendment type thing. So whether Kamala uh, ascends to the residency she would probably pick Newsom and if let's just say Kamala somehow goes out before Biden like Rick Wiles thinks possibly look for Newsom to come occupy the vice presidency and then boom then Biden goes and he becomes president you know I I, I called Gavin Newsom years ago as a candidate in my kind of theological construct uh, for for Antichrist, because he's such a wicked individual, um, and all of his policies are wicked, um, satanic, and where he comes from, I've covered him, I've covered his relative Nancy Lagosi, uh, this whole sphere where these people come out of in San Francisco, um, very, very fascinating, and it's definitely worth a deep dive, and keep your eyes out for Mr. Newsom. Um, I, you know, I wrote this down in my notes because I was thinking about it. All these global leaders and, like, their wives and so forth that show up to visit uh, anti-pope Francis Bergoglio and how they all wear their little veils, their headscarves, and so forth. But then when the Israeli delegation comes to visit Francis, he hides his cross, right? So that shows you where the pecking order is. Francis hides his cross when the Jews come to visit. But when any of the other world leaders come to visit or whatever, they're all bowing down and freaking their wives and so forth are wearing veils and all the rest of it. So that that shows you the pecking order right there. Um, this one's floating around. This is on conservativebrief.com. Durham sends major message to Attorney General Merrick Garland, and this is from January 12th. Um, and so they're saying that Durham, um, um, is sent a message about, uh, you know, that his, his investigation is still ongoing and, and blah, blah. And so um, since it's interesting, you know, during this time when the documents get found, now Durham is coming back out of the shadows. Um, 
The f- this recent filing by Durham was designed to have two effects. First and most important, he has now made any decision by the president AG to dump him much more difficult to undertake. The last time a president fired a special prosecutor was making significant progress. He lost his presidency. Um, second, Durham has signaled to the American people that his investigation has legs, blah, 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 blah. So that's all over the place. Um, I wanted to get this one in mother of all drug interactions. Now this one was, um, up on state of the nation, a dire warning to every COVID vaccinated person. Um, all the various vaccines, not only seriously complicate all known dangerous drug interaction, these shots also serve to create a much more hazardous drug interaction predicament, particularly between MRNA jabs and virtually all pharmaceutical medications. This is how pervasive DI predicament represents a brand new type and not yet understood drug interaction. Hence the new normal, especially for individuals who are taking multiple prescriptions and or over-the-counter drugs, presents a much more perilous situation, which has not been addressed by the pharmaceutical companies. In other words, the interplay alone between the shots and existing drug treatment plans can easily bring about suddenly fatal mother-of-all-drug interactions. So think about this. Think about all the people that took these vaccines that are using street drugs, that are using various different drugs, blood pressure drugs, cholesterol drugs, all this stuff. Uh, It's very strange. Mr. Producer, get clip five ready. And we're going to end the broadcast on this one. But keep that in mind when I was just talking about the drug interactions. And uh, I appreciate everybody for listening. I didn't even get to probably 60% of the stuff that I had. But this is the way it is in today's world. Go ahead and roll clip five. And uh, we'll see you next week, folks. We got five. Statins. And just, just let it play till the end while still the music comes on. Hello, you're listening to Hugo Talks, and we are back on a big reveal train again. Here, BBC Propaganda Machine, BBC Statins. What are statins? Statins are alleged to lower cholesterol. That's what they say anyway. And now the government want to give them out to millions of people. It says here, consider statins for millions more people in England, NHS told. It says here, about 15 million more people in England could be prescribed daily cholesterol-lowering statin pills to cut their risk of heart attacks and stroke, new advice for the NHS says. Now, why would they be saying this now? 15 million people? That's a lot, isn't it? So it's now 2023. How come they only want to do this now and not 10 years ago? Is it something to do with all them experimental jabs they gave out over the last two years? Or is it part of the big reveal? Or is it both? Here we see front page of the newspaper today. Life-saving statins for 25 million Brits. Whoa, it's gone up. It was 15 million on the BBC. It's now 25 million in the newspaper headline, it says here, life-saving statins will be offered to millions of Britons. Health chiefs, <laughs> it's them health chiefs again, whoever they are. Uh, health chiefs are convinced the move will dramatically slash heart attack and stroke deaths, saving thousands of lives. Are they anticipating a huge increase in heart attacks and strokes? Hmm. 
Now they say that these will be free, okay, but it's never free. The pharma companies providing the statins will be paid. It's just going to be taken from the taxpayers collectively. So effectively, you are still paying for it. We've seen the slow leaking of information from these doctors who are now suddenly saying the experimental jab is dangerous. You know, but only, only of course, after two years of them coercing and telling the public to take the experimental jabs. truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth